BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. What's up, Out of Bounds Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. This podcast is the full show for today's episode. We have a great show lined up. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Daniel Artest Podcast, man. And today I got a good guest. You know, I got Corey Harrison from Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, man. What's going on, brother? Man, everything's everything, man. I'm doing good. How are you? Man, I'm good. It feels good to be actually podcasting again instead of just, you know, doing live streams and, and things like that. It felt good to get back to the basics. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, you know, today we're just going to talk about, you know, the restart of the NBA season. You know, um, how you feel about, you know, everything that's coming back. So I did um, a little research. Um, my, my biggest thing was kind of the same thing you have previously stated before in other shows about the player safety aspect of it. Uh, I did see that they was going to be working with um, some infectious disease um, departments and things like that. Yeah. So um, they're going to have them in this bubble. I'm told that they're not able to leave um, this area. Um, they only allow a certain amount of family members per player. Um, so I think they have it structured well for um, the players to get safe and they understand once they enter into this bubble and they do agree to start playing, then, you know, they have already agreed that whatever happens at that point is kind of on them, um, which I, you know, I would agree with that. I mean, that's, that's what anything, um, you know, I like the 22 team format. I didn't really like the play in style, but I guess we'll get into more specific things later in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those that don't know, you know, obviously we know that the NBA had to go on hiatus since March 11th due to coronavirus, you know, the pandemic situation. But the Board of Governors of the NBA, you know, 
approved to restart the season, you know, starting July 31st. Like you said, they got 22 teams, 13 in the um, West, nine in the East, and the teams are, for the Eastern Conference, they got the Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat, the Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magics, and the Wizards. And for the West Conference, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, OKC, Houston, Dallas, Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, my Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. So um, the one thing I can say about this playoff thing, like after it goes through, I thought they was going to do the 1-16 format. I was really waiting for that. You know what I mean? Just 16 seeds, 1-16, and let's just get right into it. But they're going to – Well, they still the, are. But they said they're going to do the traditional um, – the, the traditional format of Eastern and Western Conference playoff teams. They're not going to okay. do all one big bracket. So I was I was a little disappointed in that. That's the perfect spot because it's not like you're traveling anywhere. It's all one, right? One, one location. So I thought that would have been cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, how you feel about the playing stuff though? Like that version of it. Well. um, the only thing I really didn't like about it, it's only like one thing that is disproportionate. They have less East teams and they have more West teams. So that gives a lot of those, um, those dangerous teams that, you know, I'm speaking solely from a biased standpoint to enter into the playoffs and threaten the, the throne. man. <laughs> so that's the only thing, like I, I wanted to, um, it to be like level playing field where they invite the same amount of, you know, teams, per conference so because it's kind of disproportionate right now yeah but i think that um that west i mean that east team like they're bad so i understood why they did it you know think about it the west you know they got what new orleans they got the um sacramento um portland um memphis you know, all, you know, competing for that last spot. So I understand that. And it looks like, um, I guess the ninth seed team, what is that? I forgot which one is the ninth seed team right now, but they actually have an outside chance. They're the only team that have an outside chance to get in the playoffs. So I'll see why, you know, they would, um, you know, go with more teams in the West than in the East. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, if, since you put it in that perspective, I can kind of understand it. But like I said, from a total bias standpoint, you know, it's kind of, you know, like, I don't want anybody threatening the throne. You know, then Portland got some action, and that's a dangerous team that I feel like that they don't have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I don't see, I don't see, I don't see Portland beating the Lakers four times. I'm sorry. They might get them twice, and two games might be too much. I I don't see it happening. I don't, I I, I just cannot see it happening, man. Yeah, they make us sweat a little bit. I think that it might, all right, well, if, if I will take out the if I would all right listen I, I guess you're probably right though because there's no crowd there's no like yeah. you know, fan emotion so anything can happen pretty much like that you know what I'm saying um so I, I probably I understand that but I still you know don't see it once you know these players can adapt to any type of situation you know yeah. what I'm saying so once they adapt and you know once the talent level you know takes over I think that you know the Lakers will be fine the only thing for me I just don't want them to have a hard um you know, team the first few rounds. I want that to kind of save for like for like the conference finals and the finals or something like that. I don't want them to to burn out. You know, on a Portland Trailblazer team because they didn't have the legs because they they're gonna have the opportunity to play in. 
the Lakers are not a part of that. So that means, you know, you know, you know how basketball is. They're going to have their legs. They're going to, you know, get their rhythm back. And the Lakers are still um, not even playing yet. So that's that's my concern. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand that. I think. No, I, I definitely understand what you talk about. They'll have a, a running start already. But like I said, yeah. man, these players, these players can and definitely will adapt. And guess what? They ain't traveling. There's no home and road games. You know, so yeah. be, you know, in games every other day. You know, the rest is going to be amazing. They really literally just got to go to a game and then just go right back to their hotel or whatever and, and, and to practice it back. There's no flights. There's nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this benefits, like, LeBron pretty much because he don't have to travel. You know, this, this, this benefits that. And even somebody that's injured or gets injured in game one and they're trying to get ready for game two, they ain't got to fly back or nothing like that. It won't, it won't, be, it won't be too crazy. You know, so I think that – you know, this actually, you know, benefits the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I think it does. Um, so like we was talking about, like you said, you brought up the um the NBA and the players association, you know, they're, they're gonna be working with like, you know, infectious disease specialists, you know, public health um experts and government officials to, you know, start a program to prevent, you know, um anything, well, to prevent the risk of COVID nineteen you know, situations, you know what I'm saying? You know, they're going to also have, like, you know, daily testing regularly and, like, you know, telling these players how to practice, um, you know, being safe, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I think that for players to be safe, they just got to, you know, just stay in that bubble. I know you want to go out and do things like that. Don't do it because you don't want to, you don't want to risk, especially if you're a main player. Like, you don't want Kyle Kuzma, you know, going out there and, and risking getting sick and stuff like that. So, like, what's your, what what you think about the the protocols? I think that they should be strict. Um, and I think that the players should abide by those uh, mm-hmm. restrictions um, because at any point in time, we could be back at square one where they can yank everything away. Yeah. And, you know, no one wants that because we work so hard and to get this thing together and, you know, have the voting and everything else. And I think, you know, one bonehead, could ruin it for everybody. So I think that that should be um, conveyed to each player with that understanding in mind, especially, you know, the player that you mentioned, because I, he's a, he's a, he's just different. You know, it's always something going on with, with it. I don't know if, if his hair is black, we're good. Like, I feel like he's going to be that third scorer that we need, but mm-hmm. if he got some kind of wild hair going on, I mean, he just, I don't know, man, he's, I don't know what, what happened to him. I think when AD came, it kind of like threatened his, his mentality a little bit. You know, I think when, when you're a young player like that and you go from uh, being that second scorer, because last year, if you remember, mm-hmm. um, he was the second leading scorer on the Lakers team behind LeBron James. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he was, you know, getting back on D. He haven't he even had a play. I don't know if you remember watching Laker basketball games where he actually pushed LeBron um to defend. Yeah, I remember like, that. Literally yeah. pushed him. Yeah. Kuzma Kuzma gotta get back to that. He gotta get back to his old self. And um I think that he deferred a lot this year. Um voluntarily deferred because you know Anthony Davis is a good player. You know, of course, you know, LeBron James and stuff, but and the, I think Kyle Kuzma, he should have just kept it, you know, kept his um, activity up as far as playing on the court. Like, you know, the way he plays, he shouldn't change his, he shouldn't change the way he plays, just stay aggressive and stuff. And I always say that the Lakers' best chance um, to win in the title this year is Anthony Davis playing the five, but also Kuzma 
you know, really accepting the role, you know, you're really close to a championship right now and you have a chance to do something special. So why not just, you know, sacrifice your role? I know you want to score and do your thing. You can still do that. Just do it off the bench. You know what I'm saying? And just be a star in that role. It's no, it's no big deal. You can get a championship. You literally got a front runner to win a championship this year. So why not lock in? You know, hopefully we shall see though. Yeah. And, you know, you made a lot of uh, great points, you know, especially with um, AD playing the five, um, with the acceptance of the role, um, Cal Kuzma is pretty much going to have to play under, you know, as a young guy, you know, coming into the league and, you know, previously you have always been the guy on all your teams mm-hmm. from high school to college and things like that. And the transition comes where you, you get on a bad Laker team where they pretty much give you the keys yeah. and then you get LeBron James, things change. You know, you get a generational talented player like that, that's battle tested, that, you know, demands a lot of attention your your um expectations as a team shifts. You know, they 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 go up. There's no more playing around. There's no this is it's a sense of seriousness because the team has taken it upon themselves to go get this player. And we got him for four years. Exactly. And we don't want to waste that. So mentally you you have to be able to buy into that. Mm-hmm. And last year um, with the trade rumors and it, it destroyed those young, those young guys mentally, they had checked out, you know, that, that first game back, I forgot who they played, but they got the doors blowed off of them mm. right afterwards. I, I think it was, I want to say the Pacers. That's what I want to say last year when the trade rumors was going on. Yeah. And they got the doors blowed off of them. Like it was terrible. Um, and you know mentally they all checked out and then eventually we end up getting the trade done we was able to keep Kyle Kuzma which I was really excited that we was able to keep him yeah but then I'm looking at how the season unfolded I said man we should have kept B.I. but I said man the reason why y'all couldn't couldn't keep B.I. was because of the um the money you know B.I. was second pick you know and um Kuzma was um 27th so they couldn't, you know, make that deal. I think that if they had, if they had the money or whatever, they probably would have traded Kuzma and kept and, and kept Bi. Maybe traded Kuzma, maybe more draft picks. I know I'm, I'm yeah. keeping, I'm keeping Bi, but they had to do what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You know, to get to get AD, I mean, it's still AD. So it's like you know, you're not really losing a lot, but you know, having Bi and not knowing how good he is right now, man, that would have been a. Um, no problem, man. He flipped the switch, man. I think it's because he went from that big, large market, those big L.A. Hollywood lights, and then to pretty much low expectations, small market team, not really them seeing them doing a whole lot, making a whole lot of noise. But I think eventually that young team is going to be, you know, dangerous down, you know, in the future. Yeah, I mean, you got, you know, you got Lonzo Bowles coming into his own out there, you know, playing really good. He was averaging 21, 8, and 8 before everything, you know, went to went to crap. And, um, you know, B.I. 24, 6, and 4. You got Zion doing whatever he's doing and his limited minutes and stuff. And that team is solid, man. You know, they got, you know, solid role players. They got, they're a deep team. And uh, once they gel, they, they get better. You know, I think they're going to be fine, man. You know, they, uh, I think I, I kind of, 
wish they wasn't really in the playoff hunt because I think that they should have just like not been guaranteed to be out the playoffs so they can get a nice little high pick or whatever yeah. and like you know get a nice little piece and things you know. But um, I think I don't even know what's coming out of college though because of what happened. Like yeah, we was robbed of March Madness and that's when when players start clicking and getting hot and then we can kind of see where players are going to be. Like I don't know who's coming out of this draft. This draft is probably going to be awful. It's not gonna be awful, like you say. You just don't know a lot of people. So they got a couple like um James Wiseman from Memphis, that big man, um that's pretty good. Anthony Edwards from Georgia, he's like a nice little Harden type of player. Or uh, you know Lamelo Ball, I think he should be the number one pick. They yeah. got uh, some other people. Um, they got like a Tyrese Halliburton. His name is R.J. Hampton. They got some dude from Israel that plays like Luka Doncic. He's pretty good. About oh six really? Nine, yeah, six nine, six ten version. He's good. I, I can't say his name right, but um, I know he played. He played in Israel. Really good player, young player. You know, I think that this draft is going to be I. I guess you know, like we said, we don't really know because March Madness robbed us, so we couldn't do no research on a certain player that right able to break out and stuff like that. So yeah, and I understand. That's when you really know what the player is going to be when they when you see how low, you know when they get into that tournament. You kind of see you know who's coming out, who's going to because you know even though if you if a player wasn't on your radar, like John Morant. Nobody's seen John Morant come out, you know, and and be what he is. Nobody, you know, vision that. But we was able to see that, you know, through, um, you know, tournaments and things like that, and then see how he rose and his name start, you know, coming out there. And then, and you know, just just to name an example of why we needed that to be able to see if it's a like a player that we maybe overlooked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll definitely get into the draft lottery part and stuff. Um, let's talk about the playoff seating. You know, um. So basically, from my understanding, is that the the seven teams in each conference already clinched the spot. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to have the the tiebreaker. You know, um, not the tiebreaker, but for the AC, is going to come down to that playing tournament. And I guess basically, if the team with the eighth best record is more than four games ahead of you know somebody that's that's, that's in ninth place, there will be no playing tournament. You know what I'm saying? Then just the final playoff berth would just go to the team with that's an eighth place, simply. Simple as that. But if the team with the eighth place record is four games or fewer ahead of ninth place, then they'll they'll have to battle for, you know, the last spot between those teams, you know. It'll be like just basically a best of three, you know what I'm saying? Um, where the number um nine seed will have to win two head to head matchups to basically take over the eighth spot or whatever. So like what you think about that type of it's not a playing tournament per se, but you know, it's it's like a, a test run or, or whatever. So what you think about that? Well, if I'm a team like Memphis, because I think that that's the team that's currently in the eighth spot in the Western conference. Yeah. And if I'm that team, I'm going, I'm going to be like upset because I ha- I had the AC yeah. and we are the AC. And then this playing tournament, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it depends on who you talk to, who would, you know, what, if you're Portland, you love it. Yeah. If you're, if you're Memphis, you don't. Yeah. And I think, I think it's fair. At the end of the day, I think it's fair. Yeah. Because I, we didn't, go ahead. Yeah. I think it's fair too. I'm um, sorry to cut you off. Um, I think it's fair because you know what? Cause it only gives these teams, the teams got eight games. They're going to play before basically the playoffs start. So it makes you lock in early. If you're in eighth place, you got to lock in. You want to at least try to get to that seventh spot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because anything can happen in the eighth spot now. You know, mm-hmm. you're not guaranteed if a team, you know what I mean? And then whoever's in ninth place, hey, just play 
is play your games. Don't even try to try to catch the ace spot. If you could get in the ace spot, that's cool. But don't try to catch them. Just try to stay within the, the right amount of games. I think right now New Orleans is in ninth, and I think they're three and a half games out. So right now, if it was the end today, New Orleans will be playing Memphis for that playoff spot. That's that John Morant, Zion Williamson matchup that we all want to see. We definitely yeah. want to see that. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Portland is actually in ninth place. I'm sorry. I think I think um, New Orleans is in tenth. But either way, you know, I want to see that Zion matchup in the playoffs, you know, with um, – <laughs> with with um John Moran. I want to see that. And then I want to see um New Orleans win and play the Lakers in the number one spot in the playoff. That's what I want to see. I want to see that. And I want to see like how it goes in a in a series with no crowd. You know, a lot of these players get hyped up off the crowd. So I want I, I'm just I'm excited about this whole new playoff format to be honest. I'm excited about it. Now do you see like any of this um um transition into like um you know this is this virus didn't go just go away. Do you think this is going to be something that they're going to be doing if it works out pretty good in the future? Well, they're supposed to be doing that basketball, um, that tournament style thing. You know what I mean? Um, in the future, they're supposed to be doing the whole tournament style thing, like what they do with soccer and everything, with and also have the playing games and stuff, and um, you know, midseason tournaments and things like that. I think I, I'm, I'm cool. I, I'm cool with it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's 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 go away from the traditional, you know, basketball format. Let's bring something new in. Keeps 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 ideas fresh, keeps the mind on basketball and stuff. I think I think it would be fun to have like, you know, all this stuff. I think they should do it in the future. I definitely want them to do that one to sixteen playoff thing though. Like I I yeah. need that. <laughs> I need that. I want to see oh, two Western Conference teams in the finals. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see that. And then, like, hopefully one day the Knicks and the Nets get good, and I want to see a Knicks, a Knicks versus Nets uh, NBA finals. That would be crazy. Or Lakers, Lakers yeah, Clippers yeah. finals, man, would be, would be dope too. Yeah. The only thing I, – I, I want to, you know, see some more innovative um, ideas mm-hmm. so I'm with you. Yeah. But I don't want it to get too crazy where it's gimmicky. You you know what I mean? Because what has been going on past years, it hasn't it hasn't uh been flawed. It's been it worked. Yeah. But with this virus happening and everything going on, we're able to see um new fresh ideas, kind of like similar to what they did to the All-Star game. I love that. Mm. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um once I understood it, I have to understand it to be able to buy into as a fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't want it to be too gimmicky. I don't want to get too far away from what we're used to. I mean, I call me old fashioned, but now, I kinda, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I wish they implement that, that Elam ending for basketball period. Like I enjoy that rule. Like, you know, um, that fourth quarter was amazing. You notice you can't foul. Because you got you got you give up points if you foul, you know yeah. it keeps everybody engaged. It keeps the you, you got to win on a last shot or a free throw or whatever like that. Like there's no hack a shack. It, it completely takes away the whole hack a shack thing. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, just imagine if you know Shaq is playing in the fourth quarter like a prime Shaq in that game. I just dumped the ball to him all, all day or whatever. You know, um, that rule was definitely fun. But how the rule really goes is that. When um so basically if that was a real Elam ending game, so let's just say if the East was up on the West, no, the West was up on the East, one hundred eight to one hundred three. 
And then, like once it hits four minutes, the clock goes off and then it goes to that rule. So what they do is they'll give the target team eight points to score. So if it's 108 to 103, that means whoever is the first to get the 116 wins the game. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that's how it's going. The reason why they did the 24, obviously, to honor Kobe. So, right. you know, um, so, yeah, um, like, that was, that, that was fun, man. That was, that was yeah, fun. it definitely was, man. I, it, that had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And then, you know what really pissed me off? I found out he was messing around. AD gets up there and misses the first free throw. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, let's end this. And then he said he did it on purpose. I was like, man, I was like, Sweating bricks. I was like, AD, like, you better cash this. You're like, you're a pretty decent free throw shooter. Like, yeah. come on, man. In this, I'm up all. It, man, that game went, stayed on late. Yeah. I had to go to work the next day and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's, that's the nature of the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what makes it so fun. But the, the actual one, I think when they, if they if they ever implement it, I think you could coach it. You can put up, you can devise a defense and an offense. If um schemes to 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 coach that that type of play because it gets wild it gets crazy and it looks unorganized but you know um that team that that um that TBD tournament that TBT basketball tournament they they do it you know that's they they actually do it full time so it it, it can be done it can be done it's, it's it's really good it keeps the game the pace of the game going it it's, it's just it's just so much fun and you got to dig in and play deep and play defense and stuff so yeah man you know um. I mean, I would be excited for that, man. That'd be a nice NBA. Imagine a game seven NBA finals. You know what I'm saying? When, you know what I mean? Like, you know, fourth quarter, everybody's tied up and first to get to this points. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine. Off. Just imagine how it, how, it, how it would get, man. So, yeah, man, you know. Um, but that's just crazy, like, how the new NBA is just going to start, you know, August, I mean, July 31st to October 12th, you know? Like, Normally I'll be bored, like, oh my god, ain't nothing to do. Now we have something to look forward to to end the summer. Right, you know, right. I'm, I'm excited about that. July 30th is my birthday, so it's happening wow. the day after my birthday. So I'm okay. excited. Like that's yeah. a birthday gift to me. <laughs> and then um, they was basically saying like, um, so they got you know the, the season will end July, tw- I mean October 12th, and then the NBA draft is. October 15th, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to break down this scenario how the lottery is going to go because the lottery is actually August 25th. Okay. So the lottery will actually, they'll have the eight teams that did not participate in the restart and the other six teams that didn't make it into, the, um, you know, the playoffs or whatever. You know, um, you know they're going to assign by the records or whatever, basically. You know how it is. Like, so, like, like how you feel about the, the lottery thing? Well, um, it's always been like that anyway. Yeah. But it's but it's been like kind of tweaked, you yeah. know, based on this situation. So I like it because um, it didn't get like I said didn't get too far away from the traditional element. They kind of just improvise. So yeah. um, I do um, like it. I do want to see how it's going to play out because you know they recently just canceled the lottery, so I guess they just postponed it to the end. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, so I'm really interested to see, um, you know, how that's gonna look. But like I said, I can't get too excited about the draft because I don't know who's in it, um, or you know what it's gonna look like. So I just have to see it play out. Yeah, 
And the final questions, like, you know, final thoughts, I mean, on this whole thing, you know. So, basically, when this season ends, they're going to get right back into it. I think training camp starts, like, November, and then the season is going to start December 1st. I, I thought they were going to do it on Christmas. Yeah. But, you know, I guess December 1st would be that start. I don't know. I think I think that – I don't know why they, they wouldn't start it on, like, right away, on like, right on Christmas, at least, like, a week before. But, you know, to give these players more rest, um, I, I, that, that, was, that was a head-scratcher right there. You know, so um, I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know. I like the um, the timing because um, I was writing the smack dab NFL. Like, I got both of them yeah. together, finally. I, I like that. It overlaps the NFL. Like, I'm able to see NBA. Yeah. There's going to be great podcasting going on. I'm just thinking about different <laughs> ideas, game analysis. Like, it's going to be sweet for us, man. Like, if you doing your basketball podcast, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, I'm excited about it too because I know that during nat- at the national TV games, I'm going live. Yeah, yeah, live we got we, yeah, we got to do that. TV. Yeah, definitely, definitely, get some good solid basketball analysis, man. You know what I'm saying? And we go, we're gonna have a good time doing this, man. You know, we're gonna have a great time talking about basketball. Gonna be a whole bunch of basketball and stuff. But um, yeah, I tell you one thing: the NBA don't play on Sunday. You can't compete with it. Don't play. You can't. You cannot compete with it. You can't compete. Yeah, with don't don't do that. NBA. Don't do it. Don't do it, NBA. Like I know that you um are really want to see those ratings, but they're gonna go down. It's gonna be very detrimental. The NFL, that's that's always always been um Well let me ask you a question though. You think can the NBA compete with the NFL on Thursday? Of course, yeah. Because those games are trash in the NFL on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I I hardly ever watch a Thursday game. Mm. Like ever. I never watch a Thursday game. I, and if I do watch it, it's only maybe like a quarter or two just okay. because I just want to see – because I might have somebody that playing in my fantasy. I play fantasy leagues. So um, if somebody's playing in my fantasy, then I'll watch it. But okay. if they're not, then I'm not going to watch it. All right. Yeah, I'm not even a football guy, so, like, I ain't watching no football. You don't like football? No? Nah, I don't do football, not, man. You know not at all. Like, have you ever played – I played flag football. I got a couple flag football championships. I never played tackle, man. Everybody thought I should, but, you know, basketball, man, like, this is everything. New York City, man, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of basketball. Yeah. Like, I yeah. went to a high school game in Texas before um, a football game. It had, like, a 50,000 seat high school state. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, high school, they don't play, that. They don't play down there in Texas where you at. Yeah, you know? yeah, man. Like, it's, it's a football um, stadium. Those are stadiums, man, in them high schools, man. Yeah, yeah like, this is a big football state. Yeah, it is definitely, definitely, man. So, um, before we get out of here, though, man, like, like, um, any final thoughts of you know everything that we talked about today? Well, you know, I'm I'm waiting to see how the season is going to play out, yeah. but I'm really, really, you know, wanting to see uh, what kind of energy the players are going to have after being off for so long. Like, mm. I want to see who really been putting their work in. Mm. who's really committed to their craft, you know, and you're going to see it right out the box. You're going to see whose shot looks off, you know, who don't have the legs up under them and things like that. Like this could have been like prime time to be able to get your body right, get your diet right mm. and stuff like that. This, this, that time, you know, we're going to be able to see immediately if you've been actually, you know, putting that work in or you've been just kind of like BS and thinking it's a vacation. You know, you was in the. You really should have been, um, you know, training. You know, guys should have weight rooms at at their, their at their homes. 
you know, um, God should have been putting in that work at, at, you know, outside, whatever, because even at a, you know, me, I'm just going to put my, you know, my personal thoughts on me. I said, either this quarantine, I'm going to gain 10 pounds. I'm going to lose 10 pounds, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I had the mentality that I was going to, you know, run outside, try to pick up basketball games outside, Mm -hmm. you know, try to make sure my diet is, is, is okay. Because I knew that if I was in the refrigerator, if I wasn't working out, then I was going to, you know, pretty much blow up. And I don't even get paid to do none of this stuff. Now, if you're a paid athlete doing this stuff and you know that they never put a period on the season, they never said that the season was going to be ending. So in your mind, you should have already been thinking that, okay, I need to stay with my regimen. Keep Mm -hmm. doing what I was doing because they're they have never ever definitively put a period on the end of the season exactly exactly yeah um i, I kind of have those same sentiments man you know what I'm i I just want to know who has been really putting in that work and stuff like you know i want to know like who's going to sneak in the playoffs like you know who who's going to be like even scary in the playoffs like, like none of these players in since since probably high school never played in NBA gyms you know yeah. what I mean? so like how are you going to adapt to that like i want to see what's going to go on i want to see how your lakers is going to do are they going to jump out look like lebron looks great yeah you know i've I mean? seen out. him you know but they're, they're, these are only three minutes you know like it's, it's easy for oh you. come on man we're talking about lebron james man listen <laughs> one thing one thing if you want to listen i get into three minute video but one thing that we we're going to we're going to count on is lebron in shape i'm not even worried about that I, okay. I have no worries about that. If you have worries about that, then I don't know. If I don't know what's going on with you or anybody or any other Laker family. I just want to see it, man. Like, I want to see it on the, on the court. Think I about it with his shirt. Look at how he looks with his shirt off. And he's working out. Like, he's still, like, you know, you yeah. know, nothing. Yeah. So, you know, I want to know how Zion looks. I want to know how Joel Embiid looks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, that, man. <laughs> I want to know, make sure that these guys are working hard, man. I think, I think they are. Like, they probably slipped up a little bit. I hope not because you know Joel and B, his diet is horrible. Yeah. I mean, he was always like sick, something going on. I've never, the only time I've ever seen, um, you know, a person with symptoms like that was a baby. <laughs> Seriously. Now, he's always sick. Like, something's going on with him. Like, that's how you know your diet's trash. Yeah. Like, he's way too talented to not have a dietitian or be restrictive when it comes to, you know, playing basketball. This is your your livelihood. This is your. And then I think he was a late bloomer. I think that he started, he picked up the game of basketball late. And for him, 15, 15, that's late, you know, and then him to be able to, um, you know, be what he is. And, you know, I, I, I I'll put him up there. He's one of the top centers in the NBA. He is the top center in the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) Over him. Jokic? I like Jokic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I listen, I'm a Jokic guy myself. I like Jokic too. I like Jokic too. So like, you know, hey, them 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 two are the top two. I know that much. Because AD ain't yeah. a five. So, you know what I mean? He should be. He should, should be a five, man. I don't he know. Definitely. He should, he should be a five, man. But you know, hey man, listen. At the end of the day, man, it's it's great to have basketball back and um we're going to have some fun. We're going to do some, you know, so much live shows at the end of these national TV games and going to be a lot to discuss, man. So, you know, stay prepared, man. You know what I'm saying? Get get your sleep because we're going to be hitting it, man. You know? <laughs> I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. Like, I've been sitting here thinking about how this is going to be, thinking about shows, 
thinking about who podcast I'm going to be on talking about this stuff, man. Like, this is going to be very, very interesting. I'm the, it's going to be hard for me to sleep because I, I have a job during the day. And yeah. then at night, these games come on. So I'm going to have to hear them rush home, watch some games, and get on the podcast. So I'm going to be really burning the midnight all on this thing. Hey, man, this is, <laughs> this, is what we, this is what we signed up for. So we got to get it out to our people, man. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. definitely. Most definitely. All right. Well, we're about to get out of here, man. With that being said, hey, man, listen, thank you for coming on to the show, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Anytime. Yes, Let sir. Me know, yes, and I'm on there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, that's, that's Corey Harrison from the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Follow him at the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast on Instagram. You know, find him on Twitter where he's doing his thing and stuff too as well. Hey, um, Lakers Now too. They got a podcast with him and Big Baby Jonathan. Um, it's called Lakers Now, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, Lakers yeah. Now. So, yeah, follow Lakers Now. And then y'all know y'all can follow me at Daniel Artes Podcast. We on Facebook as well. Um, just search it, Daniel Artes Podcast. I got the group in there. Um, Instagram and Twitter at Daniel Artes Pod. YouTube, DRTest TV. And, you know, hey, listen. With that being said, we are out of here, man, and y'all have a good day. Y'all be safe. Peace. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time. Bet MGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA, and there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.